Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and I'm one of your hosts on PSVG's weekly Nintendo podcast. Today is June 11th, and tonight we record episode 85. It's all about E3, people, we here. Joining me tonight in the Shack, as she does every week, is Miss Caroline. How are you doing? I'm well. We had a great day, didn't we? We uh, got some surprises, some not-so-surprises, but... Uh, we had a wonderful day, and it's not over yet. Treehouse is going to be going for a couple more days, and I will be watching. It's just a matter of uh, our business is done, pretty much. I am so, so happy and so hyped. Today was so much fun. and uh, Tired. What a day. Joining us also in the shack this evening, all the way over from California, is Jared, highly intelligent. What's up? How's it going? I'm in the land of E3. I'm only like 100 miles away, but I didn't get to you go. suck. Yeah, but that's 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 worse that all this is going on. You're a part you of the Video Game go. Podcast Network. Sean Capri is there. Sean Capri came down from the well, land like, of the Canadia and Xbox came down there. Canada the rep. land of Canadia. If, yeah. if Nintendo ever invites me, I'll go. But uh, yeah, no, it was today was great. It was so fun watching it. I think I barely did any work just watching <laughs> Just watching the stream all day long, tweeting in the Discord. I think it's safe to say that that uh, that we won. Nintendo won. Ooh, you're going there. I'm not. I don't. I don't do the winning anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't say that anymore. I think, I I think don't Jason Lacey's way. really like knocked me out of that too. I don't yeah. normally, but I enjoyed today's E3 so much. Like everything it about was it was so good. It really was overwhelming compared to what we had for the past few days. Like th- I feel like the past few days have been, you know, they've been good. It's been okay. There's been some interesting things. But today was just, I feel emotionally just zapped. Oh, man. I, I mm. there is a lot. There, hmm. mm. <laughs> there has been a lot of things said about E3 this week that I hope I get to talk about with maybe Kevin and some other folks on PSVG this week. Um, so I don't want to go too in depth, just E3 as a whole. I gotta say though, I can't help but feel like either I have really low expectations or everybody else should maybe just take a chill pill. My, my bar for E3, like a presentation is you spend an hour with a company. They show you three or four things you'd like to buy. Dude, that's a win. That's Mm -hmm. a good thing. Like you should be happy and excited about that. I don't understand. Everybody's saying that about everything. And maybe that's, it's not the best E3 ever. That's fine. Like if that but if that's your bar to compare everything to, it seems unfair. But I it, think that's <coughs> wise old age Johnny. I've, I've done this. <laughs> I've done the E3 thing for a while. So maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe I'm just kind of lower. I mean, but I was talking to Devin um earlier this week. E3s used to be really hard to watch, guys. We used to have like mm-hmm. music presentations oh, and all this and, and, and finances and accounts and like it used to be really hard to watch and um i can't help but feel like it seems like the bar and i think it's like twitter youtube i think it's just the whole murmuring social media constantly talking culture it's mm. like the bar is like you have to have 10 games that i've never heard of that nobody's ever rumored <laughs> 
that blogs have never written about, but you have to show gameplay and they have to come out in the next eight months. That's a good show. That's not realistic. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's no. never going to happen. Well, I think the difference is, is you and I like are we just enjoy E3 as a whole. Like we enjoy being here and just watching everything. Same. And like, we don't expect everything to be revealed today. Like, because especially with all of the, the new, um, streamed shows from xbox and playstation and nintendo like they have stuff come out every few months like it's unrealistic to expect them to reveal everything that they have every single e3 and that's what devin talked about ubisoft earlier this morning when that show came out i mean as more and more people wise up to the nintendo direct approach to marketing you're absolutely right they don't have to let you know a year's worth of information in one day they can Mm -hmm. spread it out and that's why we get excited about Nintendo Direct days, and there will be another one. I guarantee it before October. <laughs> There's still more to come, so I don't know. I loved E3. Just I'm, We're going to get into all this Nintendo stuff, but I'll say this right now. I loved E3. I bought a ton of games. I, I found something at every every show. Every show, even Devolver show. Every show I found something I loved. So yep. it was fantastic. Caroline, uh, before we get into the show and break down E3 and all the amazing things, we have to thank our patrons. Yes. Well, thank our patrons, uh, but I have no specific patron haiku this week. I have a haiku for E3. Ooh. So, yeah, we were just talking about how much we love it. So my haiku is, hell yes, it's E3, the best time of the year. Don't agree, then fight me. Nice. That's fight that's me. top haiku so far. So in addition to that, thank you, Coach Hulk. Thanks, Calo, Devin, Kevin, Chris, Kyle, Josh, Barry, Paul Calico. Thank you guys so much. We couldn't do without you. Stay tuned for DLC. We gave away a shirt. A Maybe shirt. There it's might been be claimed. there might be another shirt in next month's patron giveaway. So stay tuned. All right, guys. Um, we wrote up notes. I'm going to bounce around a little bit, but the way that we're going to try to do this is we're going to try to do it in order. So we're going to start on Saturday. Now I put this in here. This kind of leaked earlier, but just to get in here, Dark Siders Genesis, Diablo game. Has Darksiders, War, Fury, Strife, all the things. I like Darksiders. I'm really excited about this game. Neither of you are, right? So I just wanted to say that I'm really excited (laughs) about this game. It looks fantastic. There's gameplays. Go do that. So we kicked off Saturday with the Mario Maker tournament competition. I don't think you call it tournament because it wasn't like open. But but it was a Mario Maker tournament. Invitational with YouTubers, and uh, we had Abdallah Smash who won and. did you guys watch it? it yeah, was, it was, yeah, it was really fun. The completionist, um, that Dragon Feeny, and I can't remember the that other Dragon Feeny. You're right. Really I remember bad. that. I remember that name now. <laughs> this was cool because I, I put it on. Um, we were blogging and discording everything. I put it on, and by the time this ended, my entire family was into it. They were screaming <laughs> at the TV when the person couldn't get out of that that first like area, and they kept falling over. They're like, "No, <laughs> stop! Go the other way!" That's perfect. That's perfect Mario Maker marketing. They couldn't have, they could not have scripted better than it yeah. went down. That sold me so much on Mario Maker. I wanted to bend on my will to not buy this game. I stuck to my boycott roots. So let's go ahead and say this now. Announced today on Trios Live, they're patching in friend make- matchmaking. We did it. Nintendo Twitter, <laughs> we did it. We changed their minds. They were like, whoa, we screwed up. People's Where's the Smash people? Hey, how do you do that thing? Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's coming in a firmware, which means, as I said on Shaq, if when they patch it in, I'll buy it. They said they're patching it in. I bought it. 
We're going to play Mario, Mario Maker. Maker Night. Oh, it's going to be so much. It's going to be so good. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to come, but I'm happy to wait. Just knowing that it's going to be there, I'm sold. They announced it a day before your Gamers Club Unlimited expires. It expires tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so sad. Oh. I pre-ordered everything. I have like 25 really pre-orders. Did. I pre-ordered it all oh <laughs> just gosh. to save a nickel and a dime. <laughs> okay. Um, they did the Splatoon tournament. The GG Boys won. That was also a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Actually got me playing Mario Maker. Or, I mean, playing Splatoon again. If you didn't I see know. the next morning we woke up, we started playing Splatoon. And I was like... Uh, you, have to, you have to mention that they announced the last Splatfest, too. Yes. I was going to throw so, that to you. Yeah. The last Splatfest is coming, and it's Chaos versus Order. Whoop, whoop. Team Order. No. Uh, team yeah, Chaos. Yeah. No. Team, or- team Order. Team what Arena. Are, what are those um, colors going to be? If the colors aren't black and white... They need to be black and white. They should be black and white. That's pretty good. Uh, but, but they've also said that they're adding this old Splat Fest stages that they created as a new mode uh, that you can choose between for <coughs> for battles. And they're going to add all of stuff. them. It's like, what, 24? Yes. All 24. Yes. Because it's been two years worth. That's a huge update. This is, this is the end, right? Nothing after this? This is it. They, yeah, they said 5.0 is the last update. So next year's Splatoon I- 3? S- Splatoon, I, I really, I really enjoy Splatoon. I like it a lot, but it's again, it's one of those games that's like solely competitive. Those load screens, so, dude. Unless I, unless I put in like dozens and dozens of hours, I just, I get destroyed every time I play. We need more Mario Maker enthusiasm behind getting rid of those load screens. Those are the only thing that really hold that game back. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that game, but not those load screens. But I'm excited about the Splatfest thing. So we'll be able to play on all those maps. They are the coolest versions of the maps. And um, yeah, you're going to click Splatfest and you can private so you can actually squad up with your friends and play it and mm-hmm. just have your hearts content to it. So it really seems like they're opening up the game a bit. Japan also won the Smash tournament. Uh, I did not like the Smash tournament nearly as much. I don't understand. I started falling asleep. I don't understand like how. I mean, I did. We got, uh, I believe Tom Servo posted the rules. I read it and I still didn't quite. I'm not even going to lie. Are you I was mean like, for 3v3? This yeah. is hard. They- it's like it's hard on my brain to <laughs> How does they works? just can't have one winner. I under what? I understand the appeal, but whatever. What was what was confusing about the rules? I didn't le- read the rules, but just watching it was like it, all I just it was team based, it. but then they shuffled. There are but four like people you could lose, but you could win. Yeah, there's four people to a team, and it's like best X out of. There's only yeah. three people per round out of yeah. the four, so you and pick the weird. best people. I don't know. Yeah, three on three, and the person who two people go up against each other. Yeah. The person that loses is eliminated. Can't play anymore. The person that wins, and then it goes on to the Why next team. Like dodgeball. I mean, do you understand what they, I'm saying? They, they do yeah. it because, like, say the first two people are eliminated, but then the last person beats all three of the other team. That eh. team will win. All right. So when you say we're gonna have a Smash Brothers tournament, I think March Madness, NCAA one v one bracket. Brackets. Let's see who makes it. I want. I don't know. I liked it. I like. I being want able chaos. To all the different combinations True. of characters. Chaos is what I want, and I did not like this at all. Anyway, they uh, need to do the four on four. <laughs> my son, to to speak on this a little bit, my son has been playing Smash, and uh, he picked it up yeah. on his Switch, which he didn't have um, any of the characters unlocked. And I remember saying that when Smash came out. You remember I was saying how, you know, like I, I believe at the time we couldn't transfer saves. So remember I said that I unlocked all the characters, but he had to unlock them all on his Switch because I couldn't move the save over there. Mm-hmm. I want to say I think that's right because I we have a podcast about it, but okay. I just want to tell you now. It, apparently, it's been fixed, or you can do it now, because oh, okay. I, I was messing around with him this afternoon. He was like, "Oh, I've only unlocked like half of them." I was like, "Bring me your switch. I wonder if I can do this." Totally can. Transfer save. Unlocked everything. Nice. Fantastic. 
And then we got Doug Bowser's first appearance. He came out on stage, said nice things. We went to a video with Sakurai. Um, did they pre-record him saying, like, congratulations to every team? Because he was Probably. like, congratulations <laughs> to Japan. Cut. And there's like, cut. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want to see the other cuts. I just want to see that a, a roll of that in a <laughs> yeah. row. Uh, but he had the fake smash ball. Told us to stay tuned for Tuesday. So uh, that was Saturday. Sunday, we had Microsoft Go, and we had Minecraft Dungeons, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Doom Eternal from Bethesda, Elder Scrolls Blades. I got that one right. Skywalker Saga, all announced, showcased at Microsoft Bethesda's conferences. Coming to Switch, any of those do anything for you guys? Negative. Minecraft uh, Dungeons? Mine, Minecraft Dungeons. I'll probably get that one. Brian and I were It's going to be cross-play? I might buy it, it on Switch because I'm going to get it on Game Pass. <laughs> if it's like 20 or $30, I might... I mean, it looks interesting, um, but I would probably wait for a sale if it's a full 60. Um, oh, I couldn't Skywal- imagine it be that much. Skywalker Saga looks pretty awesome. Um, so I listened to the Xbox Drive. <laughs> they said that that game is being completely redone. Voiceover yeah. and everything from the first game. I was reading a blog yeah. post after it was announced, and it made it sound like it was just a collection of the old games. Um, based on the trailer and the, and the way they talked about it in the trailer, I to me, it just seemed like, oh, we're re- we're redoing all the games and we're going to include all nine movies. That's incredible. And uh, right. it's 2020. We should mention, yeah. um, I didn't pre-order it, but if it does, if, if that's true, and I, I mean, I have no reason to not believe it, but if, if that's the way it's going to go, I'm definitely getting that game. That's the impression that I got. It didn't, yeah. it didn't look, cause even the, the older stuff that they showed from the older game, it looked like new content and it looked like it was redone. It didn't look like an old up red version of like the old trilogy or anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. Caroline, on Monday, you watched the limited run show. Any important there stuff there? Lot. There was a lot. Let me let me just say that they've got a ton of new physicals coming out. They're really big on the Vita, so a lot of their stuff is mostly coming to Vita. They're trying to populate the entire Vita with most every physical that they possibly can. Uh, also PS4, and then of course they're working on Switch titles. And let me just say they've got stuff like um, Corpse Killer from the '90s, from mm-hmm. the Sega Sega CD stuff. Yeah, all of that being ported up through current day stuff that's being ported. So if you want a list, I highly recommend you go up and look at that because there's a lot of these games that I hadn't even heard of before, and uh, it had to have been at least twenty, at least. Ubisoft, they announced Gods and Monsters, which is their take on Breath of the Wild meets Greek <gasps> mythology. Can't wait. Comes out early 2020. Looks beautiful from the, I don't even know, was it engine or gameplay or concept? Like it did a pan thing where I was like, is that in the game? But I still don't know. like CGI. Yeah. Still looks cool. I mean, <coughs> Ubisoft does open world well. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Just Dance is announced. Later that evening, we went to uh, Square Enix where they announced Final Fantasy Festivus. 18, 19, 25, 44, 47, all PC ports coming to Switch, right? Is that, did I get that right? I thought it was just Chronicles, which was already announced, no, and then 8, that was new. Exivus or whatever. That's what I'm making fun of. There was Exivus like Brave or something. four different Final Fantasy Exivus something, and I was I like, know. what is this? So anyway. I don't know what any of those are. <laughs> the important one is Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII is being remastered and is coming to Switch. Um, Crystal Chronicles, which we already knew about, is coming to Switch, also coming to mobile. And uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 was shown. Um, yes. What else am I missing? The Circuit Superstars, a little arcade racer thing that was announced for mm-hmm. Switch. The Last Remnant remastered came out right away. It's on the Switch eShop <laughs> now. Any of this doing anything for you guys? Mm-mm. Dragon Quest Builders. 
Yeah, Can't I know wait. a lot of people I are love, gonna get DQ. I love the first one. Okay. Second one's gonna be good. They added that little glider and co-op and a bunch of more uh, custom ability. Cool. I was good. hoping for new bravely. Since we have <coughs> J- since we have Jason in the chat, I just want to say I think Square Enix had the best conference. I do personally. I thought I thought their show was great. I'm buying like two games <laughs> from their entire show. None of their show does anything for me, but I'm not gonna lie. It was a good show. It was a good crowd. They had a lot of stuff. I like the way they did it. It's a good show. It was a very good show. All right, guys, let's get to Tuesday. D Day today, Shack Day. Shack taketh over. Yay. Caroline and I streamed the direct, and we talked about amiibo cards, and we ate pizza and everything from right here at this table. Right here, we streamed together. <laughs> First time, I believe, in PSVG history that two people have ever sat down and recorded something in the same room. We hope you guys enjoyed it. I know we did. We had a blast today, and we got all of this Nintendo Direct news. I need to take a breath. I want to drink a whiskey. Caroline, take over. Okay. First, we opened up with the smash tease that, you know, Sakurai told us we were going to get. It turns out that it is just, quote, the hero. That's his name. The hero from Dragon Quest. Uh, But not only is it just the hero from Dragon Quest XI, we have the hero from, like, eight different dragon quests or something like that. Something crazy. So each skin or palette is a different hero. A baker's kind of wild. Yeah. Except there's eight, not 12. So they don't even have like a 13. generic name. Cause like, like link, he's not, I mean, recently he hasn't been like really a character, but they gave him the name link. So the hero is literally just the hero. He doesn't have like some sort of He's call literally sign. called the hero. I saw hero on his name in the bottom of like the smash, like the yeah. fighters at the bottom. Yeah. So, well, I mean, cool. It looks like a cool character. Mm-hmm. We should go ahead and just mention the second smash character. We had originally speculated we would see two and we were right. We saw two. This was near the end of the direct, but. They look like they're showing the same King K. Rule release thing, you know, with Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong on the floor. But King K. Rule's there with them, so they're all tired. They're all hanging out, and then all of a sudden, the same thing happens. They go to the window, they're like, what the heck's going on? It's the silhouette of a a thing and a, and a bird, and all of a sudden, it's the Duck Hunt dog. So and the good. Duck. So <laughs> good. Hysterical. So and then, good. Banjo-Kazooie pops out, and we could hear Jacob Rush screaming from across the country. <laughs> to be there when Jacob Rush's face saw Duck Hunt Dog, that would have been everything for me. I would have died. <laughs> the fact that they coupled Donkey Kong with Banjo oh, was yeah. very, very... I mean, that was just Jacob Rush all over. It was the rarest of rare. Mm-hmm. Oh. Banjo and Kazooie, rare and to go. Rare and so to go. Know, so... We got the hero arriving this summer with Banjo coming this fall. Oh. None of them were dated. None of them are out now. A little upsetting. Um, I would have liked to have seen something. I mean, I think we all expected. I mean, it's been a while. We only have one character. I know. Right? We're almost like a half a year since launch. We have one character. So they got to get these things going soon here. It's I wonder if that means it's, they're going to push some of the characters or if the last two characters are going to be like tied to the same game and they're just going to release them at the same time. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, um. I think I think the Dragon Quest folks will come soon. I wanted to talk about these Smash reveals for just a second um, because Dragon Quest, the Dragon Quest character, we're getting Dragon Quest Eleven, the Definitive Edition yeah. S, whatever the longest mm-hmm. name ever. Yeah. 
But Banjo-Kazooie, we don't currently have a game. We don't have a game for Joker. I wonder if that means there's something in the pipeline for these other two characters. Well, we have a game announced with Joker. Well, the, yeah, there's that the fighting it's, with Joker. We were, we were talking about type game. Rare Replay possibly being there. Um, I mm-hmm. think most of this is kind of a conglomerate of what they had in the ballot last generation. There were a lot of people that wanted Banjo-Kazooie in the game. And I think they're taking from some of these and like, okay, they're popular enough. They probably have the history. We should put them in. Wild speculation. All right. xCloud drops in October. Banjo will drop in October. You will be able to play Rare, Replay, Banjo something in October on your Switch. That's happening. Take it to the bank. It's still happening. I've I've lost no faith in this. That's still happening. Or Mm -hmm. still happening. It's all still happening. Just didn't happen today. That's okay. Okay. We saw our boy Doug Bowser again. He showed up right after that. I liked liked that. It was was funny. The walking back and forth and like the the pause and it was just, that was long. It was, it was, it was, because anytime everybody's like, oh, Bowser's running Nintendo, whatever. So, like, I don't know. It was just fun for them to play with it and have Bowser come out. And he's just like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> It was pretty Shows funny. up in his tie. I thought that was cute. Not mm-hmm. a terrible first impression. Could have been funnier. I would like to have him play a little on a little bit more. They were both kind of, it was just kind of like, it was weird. I was just sitting I was like, are they just standing there? Like, for a moment, they were just standing there. They were like. But I think they kept it at like thirty seconds, so it's like okay, let's move on yeah, and sure, 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 sure. But it, it was it was cute that they acknowledged it. Luigi's Mansion Three. Finally, we see what this is about. It's not a mansion; it's kind of a hotel. So if you're thinking like Hollywood it. Tower of Terror, did you call it? Yeah, in our, in our in Luigi's Mansion our... Three, Caro's house. <laughs> yeah, and in our um, predictions, I yes. said it, I would wanted a hotel. I remember that now. Yep. yep. So it's like this old hotel kind of art deco vibes I was getting. We have new mechanics with the poltergeist. You can literally like suck this thing up and then Luigi slings him over his shoulder and throws him on the ground. It's kind of cool. Uh, also this like kind of like air waft thing that you can do that it's just like it pushes air and it pushes everything else around you out. I can't remember what else I saw in terms of the poltergeist mechanics, but then we got Gooigi, which is apparently a new thing from Professor Egad, where you have a, literally like a Gooigi <laughs> made out of goo. Phase through gates and help Spikes. you complete tasks with need for somebody that can't take damage, basically. Just liquid Luigi. The new, um, yeah. the other new mechanic for the Poltergust was the the plunger. They could latch onto things. Yeah, and yeah, pull yeah, yeah. Plunger. Yep. Which we've seen in Smash when we mm-hmm. uh, saw the Simon Valmontes. Pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then we got we got a pretty good look at co-op. You can have up to four people and four goo Luigi. They just turned Luigi into Yoshi. No, it's just yellow Luigi and purple Luigi. And <laughs> yes. All the colors. Yeah, exactly. I liked the magenta Luigi. It was yep. cute. Um, so, yeah, we are still not getting a date. It says 2019, but I'd be remiss to think that they would. I think there's still so more. much more to show. It's going to have its own direct sure. or it big, its own direct. a big part in an, an upcoming direct. Sure. Do we I all think, think it's going to be in October? I mean, it makes sense for it to be in October. It could be November, December. Could it? I mean, Pokemon's your Black Friday game. I still think it's October. O- October would make sense for, I mean, obviously the theme, but they also don't have a December game. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it's October, and I think the reason it's not dated is just in case it needs a little more time. Looked great. I think Apparently, it's not dated because they're gonna have more to show us right before they give us the date. Cool. That'd be good. Um, you you get to rescue everybody now. It's Louis or it's Mario, Peach, Toad. Like everybody in the hotel has gotten put into paintings or are missing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm as I, I talked to Caroline on the streamer there. Luigi's Mansion is not like it's not in my super hype game. Uh, Pre-order it, looking forward to playing it, but I've never been like, yes, Luigi's Mansion. It's not like <laughs> that for me. So um, yeah, just kind of it's Luigi. like in that Kirby, you know, Yoshi's Craft World vibe. Where mm. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good game. I saw this. I saw this thing on Twitter earlier that Nintendo said that female video game players like Luigi more, and I'm like. I wonder hmm. why. He's taller. Because I love Luigi. Luigi's my he's favorite. Taller. Girls like no. tall dudes. I don't know if that's it. He's just, he's, I think he's, he's adorable. He's just weird. He's quirky. Like, yeah, he's he's quirky. He's like your nerd. Kind he's the nerd of, brother. He's super cute. Yeah, he is the nerd, nerd, the nerd Mario guy. Okay, anything else? Well, we've got plenty more. No, I meant like on Luigi's Mansion. I know. I know. <laughs> no. Direct no. over. Goodbye. It's pre-ordered. It's been pre-ordered. Um, I don't even remember this. This is the Netflix thing. This is that creepy. Yeah. This is the worst part of the dark. This is stupid. Jim Henson, the dark crystal puppet thing. This is apparently a Netflix show that they're basing a game off of it now. The no, the game itself looked interesting. I'm always down for like a tactics based game, but yeah, Not the beginning was weird. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what this show is by Netflix. After seeing those cutscenes and stuff, I was like, no. Yeah. It kind yeah. of reminded me of like the labyrinth that, that's like, what i said it was literally like labyrinth and yeah. um then jim henson's name popped up and i was like well that makes a lot of sense but the game itself i mean i like tactics games so i'll, sure, I'll keep an eye on it and see <clears throat> i will not all right Link's awakening dated <laughs> september 20th 2019 gets the dreamer edition which comes with an art book there's a steel book in the uk guys <laughs> No, the Steelbook. Let's talk about the Steelbook. The Steelbook like is the Boy. original I love game that you guys are focused on that more than the game. I want to talk about the game that we're going to be playing. Well, just hold on. Let me have my moment. The U.S. always... Let's the US. talk about the case that the game comes in. I'm going to probably import this, for real. Anyways, the game. The game looks awesome. The game the looks, game looks so great. Good. The Steelbook thing. <laughs> it's a Game Boy. I'm trying, Donnie. I'm trying. And the, and, and the screen <laughs> is the Link's Awakening title in the green snort whiskey oh, it's so good in the time it that great. it took you to complain i could have already been done mm, i think you just said more <laughs> okay i've never played this game guys we are playing a zelda game in 90 days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm I'm at, I'm at a loss. As Donnie says. I'm, 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 I'm at a loss. People are like, ugh, Nintendo. What? Weren't there <laughs> oh, yeah. little There's models at E3? There's a Zelda so game cute. coming out right now. Like, it's right there. Yeah. Oh, it looks very, very good improvements. That's someone who's played the first one several times. For a lot sure. of great improvements. It's um, Mostly because of the limitations of the Game Boy and only having the two buttons. Mm. Um, having your sword and your shield tied to direct yes. buttons, as well as the the jump and the boots, the Pegasus boots, it's gonna be great. It looks so good. It's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous, and I can't wait to play it. I, like I said, I'm going in completely. I blind. can't wait for you to figure out the story because the story's so good. 
It has Zelda Maker included, which is very interesting. Make your own little dungeons, share them with your friends. A lot of people have been asking for this ever since Mario Maker came. I postulated on our live stream that this is probably, they're probably working on a Zelda Maker game. And this is so, probably but, a way to kind of pilot their idea. Yeah, and there's there's more to it. Like, there's actually a gameplay aspect to it other than just creating your own levels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, he presents you with challenges. Like, here's a heart shape. You have to make a dungeon filled with this heart shape, and all the rooms have to connect, and it has to make sense. Mm -hmm. And that's cool because you, if you do all the dungeons, not everybody is going to have their the same heart-shaped dungeon. Like, it's all going to be heart-shaped, but there's going to be different rooms connected to different rooms. So nobody's going to come up with like the exact same layout. So it'll be interesting. Now, Jared, you're the one that told us that sharing with friends online is con is confirmed. I ran with it. Is it? It is confirmed, right? They yes, they, the they said yeah. they said that on the treehouse. They okay. said share it with friends, beat your time trials, all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to be 100 clear. We had a question in the chat. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to do any of that. <laughs> I don't have any interest in that. I want to play Zelda games, but I might play your guys' dungeons if you do that. And like I said, this could be. Uh, you know, we could get like Zelda Maker soon. Like this could come up in a few years with a couple different art styles and they could totally mm -hmm. do that. And this could be the, the be pilot insane. for this idea. But I think they just need a, a dungeon maker. They don't need to like try to create, have people create an overworld or anything. Oh, just no, no. Yeah, it'll just be that. It'll be that but, part of the game. You build little levels. Oh, and I, I also one interesting thing with this dungeon maker part. I liked how if you connected two rooms that had staircases, it added like a little side scrolling portion. Yep. To get from that. room to room. That yep. was that's a neat little touch. And the color dungeon is back. Color dungeon, I know. I was excited DX. that they kept that in there. They have a shack. Mentions Agent mm -hmm. No, that's Dante's shack. shack. That's where you get to do the new dungeon thing. That's not the color dungeon. I said they have a shack. I know. Yeah. Color Dungeon was added in the nineteen ninety eight remake for the Game Boy Color. Yeah. To take advantage of the colors. Since this remaster has been announced, I've seen a bajillion people on Twitter claim it to be their favorite Zelda game of all time. I don't believe them. A ton. I like this game a lot. It's just... No, I, I give all the kudos in the world to Jason Lacey, who's always told me that this is his favorite Zelda game since I've known him. So It's not my... F it's my favorite 2D mm. Zelda. Probably in my top... That's high praise. Three, three or four. It's really good. It's, it's classic Zelda, but like a really different heartfelt story. Cool. Mm. Cool. All right. So we're all in. Link's yeah. Awakening. Soon. Dreamers Edition pre-purchase. You're going to go to like a water park and you're going to go on a little family vacation, go to the beach, and then all of a sudden Zelda's going to be here. It's going to be here before you know it. Just like that. I'm, I'm still hoping for like an unlockable version of the like the old version with the, the pixel graphics. I see. Yeah. I remember mm. you mentioning that. And they also mentioned the amiibo, the little amiibo guy. Yeah, we were going to mention that last, but you do get okay. a little adorable Chibi Link amiibo from the game. It's like super polished, just like the polish in the game. It's got the same Zelda base as all the other Zeldas, so pre-ordered, done. And, it, <laughs> and I, th I think I remember correctly, it, it adds some sort of hard mode to it the does. dungeon maker. Yeah, it yeah. adds some sort of specs and i think they said all the other amiibos yeah. that are zelda related give you some sort of booster hearts things like that yeah. yeah yeah okay all right september 20th get hype get excited oh but we already knew about that coming in why do i get to see it again oh lame get out of here with this mess freaking zelda game <laughs> caroline tell me uh the the manas Mana. what? all right so we're gonna 
We're getting a new mana game. A new mana game. Trials of Mana coming in early 2020. So is this is this new? Like, like totally new? Because I, I thought new. I thought they said in the trailer it was like the first time coming to the West. Or was that um, the collection? That was the collection. It says release date in early 2020. So it's coming out across platforms in 2020. Very good. Uh, the Switch is getting it. And then they show the collection of mana, which is Seiken Densetsu 1, 2, and 3. What? 3, we've never got... Stop, we're what did not you just doing say? this again. Hi, the mana collection. Mana 1, Secret of Mana, and then Seiken Densetsu 3, because they've never given it an American name, because it's never been ported to America and localized. Seiken Densetsu. Seiken Densetsu. Forsaken Setsumas. <laughs> you can read the notes I'm just not even going to anymore it's available today on the eShop holy crap they just dropped it immediately this came out last year in Japan and I had been like oh please come to the west please come to the west it came out today I'm buying the physical which is coming out August 27th three games for $39.99 physical or digital to me seems high it's the first time I've ever been able to play second and set to three so it's just like a rarity thing I mean it's only $40 so I'm buying it. It's it's a great collection. Secret of Mana is amazing. If you wanted to buy the Secret of Mana original game cartridge, you'd be paying $50. Okay. Well, that's good then. Jared, you, you doing Forsaken Satsuma? I will look at it because I'm always interested in games with these kind of art styles. But I'm trying to look up information and it sounds like Trials of Mana is a remake of that second Setsu or whatever she was well, saying. Seiken Densetsu that... is the name of the Mana series in Japan. Oh, okay. So if it's a remake, I don't know what it's a remake of. Yeah, because this web Kotaku Kotaku said it's a remake similar to the Secret of Mana one that we got last year. I see. Then it must be remaking another Mana game. So anyway. I think it's, I think it's a remake of the third game that's in the collection. Benji says it's a remake of three. Yeah. So, all right. Just to well, clear that up. But I don't know if I'll get the old ones, but the new one looked pretty great. Caroline's super excited. Anything else? I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. I really am. Japan only stuff. I'm like, yay. Okay. Let's talk about The Witcher 3. Making so many people in our Discord happy. I got so many alerts. Donnie, guess what's coming? <laughs> the Witcher 3 is coming to the, Switch. The Witcher 360p. <laughs> The Witcher 64 will arrive on your Switch soon. Um, <laughs> this is cool. You're getting the entire thing, right? The full version, all DLC and everything included. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's The Witcher. It's probably one of the most, I don't know, defining games of this generation. Definitely one of the most successful. Yeah. Very big, you know? Like, this just completely Great destroyed, RPG. like, Dragon Age and things like that. When it came out early gen, they are like, it's okay. I remember the Fallout, right? Fallout came out and everybody was like, Fallout's okay. It's not The Witcher. <laughs> like, so it blew everybody away. So I'm, I'm excited for people that are excited for this. Like Daniel, you know, he's been wanting this game. He wants to play it. And uh, we've been arguing in Discord over and over because I don't think it's going to look well when they do comparisons. I just, I can't, I can't imagine that it will knowing what we know. But you know what? The hair was rough. Certain people don't crap, don't give a crap. And what did I say last week? I have to remember that the Switch is a 3DS replacement, and it's not a console replacement. And it's freaking awesome that a portable can even run The Witcher. So more power to you guys. I am all excited for you. Just don't talk to me about it. I don't. <laughs> don't ask me my opinion on The so Witcher. Rude. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna look great. But if if the Switch is your only console, if it runs good, I think that's what matters the most. 
And if it's something that I pick up, it'll probably strictly be portable because it'll probably look better portable than it will on on my big, the big TV. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's a good game that you can put a hundred hours into portable. And it's it, the it's, it's the complete edition too. You're getting all the yeah. DLC, so like the wine DLC, everything. Yeah, I stay away from all, all of the the open world games unless they really like draw me in because you have to put so much time into them mm-hmm. but portably makes it a lot easier because i can just chip away at it 20 minutes at a time on my breaks at work it's the thing that scares me most about this port is the open world aspect that's the that's the appealing part for me that i found in the witcher i got off of the little first area i played a little bit of the witcher oh, 10 12 hours i didn't get into it and i'm not really into that fantasy type stuff but i mean i played it that world's not going to be the same it just, it just not. And uh, but I hope it's yeah. good enough. I hope it's good enough. I'm rooting for you, Daniel. I am rooting for you. I can't wait for him to come tell me how great it is, like he did Assassin's Creed Three. I read ten articles about how <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three didn't hold up, and he was like, "I'm, I'm loving it." So I'm rooting for you, man. If you've got no comparison to hey, the, right? the better versions, like it might be perfectly great. That's exactly what I said on stream. You know, somebody was like, "I've never played this." I was like, "And that's the the difference, right?" I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it on Xbox One X, so I can't unsee it. When they yeah. show it to me on Switch, I'm like, Ooh. but if you've <laughs> never seen it, what do you care? Just looks like game. So more power to you guys. Yep. Caroline, they did a Fire Emblem trailer. Yay. All right. This game's still coming out next month. Next month, July 26th, Fire Emblem Three Houses showed kind of, you know, all Fire Emblem games kind of have this time skip element to them where there's a difference in, in generations and stuff. This is a five-year difference. I don't know how they're going to spin that one. But um, apparently all of these schoolmates from different regions and countries come back together five years later and it's hit the fan and there's some stuff going on and that's the whole premise of the game. So my takeaway was you, you kind of go through this this maturation together as friends. And then right. like all friends, you separate right? and you go back and you all become enemies and everything. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm on board. That's how I got it. This trailer did more for me than anything they've shown in this game to date. Okay. So I'm excited. Cutscenes look great. Ed- Edelgard looked amazing. She had Fire the crown Emblem looks on like Fire Emblem. She's the bomb. It's gonna be I good. hope we get some um, good DLC for that one, too. I hope I fall in love with it. You will. We'll see. I, I will Emblem. wait for Donnie's impressions before I pick it up. <laughs> I'll give them to you. I was just, the only difference was when, like, I was there at the store when Fates came out. I'm just going to wait for this thing to show up in the middle. <laughs> like, like, I'm just not there for it. I'm like, mm, we'll Yeah, but see. you were trying to get the special edition too, weren't you? Yes. But I yeah. still wanted to play the game. I was like, oh my God, I got to play this. So How I don't, I don't have that store? fate type, but still. They spent way too much time on this little <laughs> date where this guy, who was a cheap date apparently, takes his girl to a haunted house, doesn't even have a TV for her, puts the Switch screen down, He's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's play games on this four-inch screen together. Splits the Joy-Cons. Announcement, Resident Evil 5 and 6 coming to Switch. I, th- I thought it was the original Resident Evil as well. Well, they I, showed the yeah, That one's already on Switch. Out. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, when, I don't play Resident when Evil. When they showed that, I was on stream like, that's already out. Why are we looking at this? And <laughs> I was sitting there going, this has to be an announcement for streaming. Because they're streaming mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7. Or I was thinking maybe Remake 2. You know, like in my mind, I'm like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Nope, it just means five and six is coming. They spent way too much time talking about two games that are not really any Resident Evil fans' favorite in the series coming to Switch. I thought people really liked five. Five is a little divisive. I don't think people really liked five. I think some people liked five. 
There's one of them that people say that the co-op is really fun. Yeah, I that's thought it was five. five. Yes. I thought six was like kind of Six hated. is more like an action movie and people didn't like that one. Either. Yeah. I like yeah. six. But yes. Um, so you get, get your Resident Evil ports on. I imagine, like the other ones, they're completely overpriced. They're $30 a piece. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I love Resident Evil. I used to. I think as time has gone on, I think my love for Resident Evil has gone down. Playing Remake really kind of, I'm like, I'm kind of over it. But Resident Evil 7 is fantastic. So I'm looking forward to them kind of getting back to form with whatever 8 or whatever is. Um, but you're not going to hear me say nice things about these ports coming to these systems at, you know, full retail prices. You can buy Resident Evil Collection on Xbox for like $15, get all of them. Yeah. <laughs> We're paying $30 a piece for them. It's it's a bit ridiculous. Take the next one. Go for it. I was so excited. I just told this story. I showed the, the Twitch clip to my wife when she came home. And I'm not sure, but in my mind, this is what happened. I distinctly remember Caroline squeezing my arm or my knee. I can't even tell you what it was, but I feel like <laughs> I felt like I tensed up. We see a guy sitting in front of a TV. It has a very reminiscent, grungy, cel-shaded style. And you can see me on the Twitch channel. I go, what the? And then I go, is this? Is this? And that's when I felt like, I felt like everything squeezed for a minute. And I look at the chat and Tom Servo goes, Suda? And I go, that's, that's, we're thinking the same thing. We're thinking this, like, I'm, I'm right there with you. And then out of nowhere, this freaking mech suit Power Ranger thing comes on. And he blasts out of the apartment into a floating pyramid in the sky. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell this game is. I'm starting to come down now. I'm like, oh, what is this? Astral Chain? I don't know what this is. He hits the <laughs> ground. He blows up some robots. He says, get some. He hits the thing. The armor comes off. You see the star. You see the hair. You see the jacket. He turns. You see the sunglasses. Travis freaking touchdown no more heroes three and i lost my freaking mind and i shouldn't have because i knew that suda was there i knew he was going to talk about it i just the the this is why i think leaks don't matter you could have told me no more heroes three is in the direct and this still would have got me in the way that it was unveiled i still would have been gone because he didn't even look like him he looks some i don't know what this game is where did he get a mech suit? Why does he look like some 50-year-old dude? He looks like Keanu Reeves. It's just Suda. It's Suda. No. He looks like Keanu. Keanu Reeves being in a Suda game would be the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I think I would die. <laughs> That's next level stuff, man. <laughs> I've never played a No More Heroes game. Okay. But when I when I first saw this trailer and he puts on like the suit and he flies up and he starts fighting everything, I was like, this looks my first thought was this looks like a better version of Damon X Machina. <laughs> I was like, this looks like the game that everybody's going to buy the games instead are not... of Damon X Machina. So here's the thing. Travis Strikes Again is so different than No More Heroes. Not even comparable. Yeah. And No More Heroes feels so dated that I, I don't think that this will be like No More Heroes, but it should be similar. I mean, obviously, No More Heroes as a Wii game was based on motion controls. This isn't mm -hmm. going to be. So I think we're going to get a hack and slash game. I think it's going to stay, stay true to that. And we'll still have crazy, wacky mini games. I, I believe that'll happen. It'll have, you know raunchy grungy writing and a story that doesn't make any bit of damn sense which you can already tell <laughs> there is a floating pyramid in the sky like yeah. <laughs> there's no idea what what this is going to do he says is did i miss the fourth of july oh, did the empire strike back oh, like, what are these so memes? i think it's got some time Day? it's like some he's been gone for a while 
and uh, he comes back and like this is happening and I, I don't know I can't wait to find out it's 2020 in the press release from Nintendo it's exclusive to Nintendo Switch it looks fantastic Grasshopper's been working on it you can buy Travis Strikes Again for 20 bucks 21 something it's on sale right now um, I mean I, I already did my review on Travis Strikes Again so I won't say it again it's not for everybody it's a niche game I've learned that not many people like it and not many people even know who Suda51 is I've learned that in PSVG but I really do and uh, I was really, really excited. One of my favorite announcements of E3 so far, and I can't wait to play. And if he comes to Momocon again when this game, I'm totally going to stand in line and have him autograph that too. Like, oh <laughs> man, I was so into it. And he's uh, he's wearing this shirt with the star. I need the shirt. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I saw it. I need stuff. <laughs> I need to buy things. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Donnie. I need to buy things. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I, I know not many people even knew what the hell this was. Um, but uh, it was it was awesome. Oh, I knew. I, was, he, I, re- I recognized the page it. Of the Kara book. He as, went, <laughs> as soon as I saw the glasses, I knew what it was. Uh, but yes. yeah, I've never played played them. So the only thing familiar. I remember is going, "Is this?" And I was like, I was scared to speak it into existence. I was like, "There's, I said, no, uh, there's no way." <laughs> and then you and then it. you blacked and then you blacked out and you woke up when you put on the glasses. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. Um, Bless, dude. Anybody want to talk about Contra? Nope. Contra Rogue Court, September 24th. Contra Collection available in the eShop today. Get your Contra. You remember when they, when they, when we, before we knew what Contra Rogue Core was, when we were watching it, I was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> and then yeah. when they showed it, it looked so bad. I was like, why did they put Contra on that? Like, why did we name that Contra? Yeah. It looked like really it's- bad. It's it's really is sad because people used to love Contra and there's oh, still people yeah. who do love sure. Contra but but they've been bad for so long like we just know mm-hmm. this one's not going to be very good and it would be nice if they actually like made a good one and, and brought the series back in a big way. Yeah. And the Contra collection should hopefully appease some of those fans that liked some of the old ones. Yeah. Okay. Damon X Machina got another trailer where they zipped a bunch of Android robots around and blew up a lot of stuff and had a lot of things. There I, were some characters this time. I saw some hit counters, which was like a big thing from feedback. We wanted to see hit counters and damage levels and things like that. So it looks like they're doing some polishing up. I yep. still think the game looks good. I still like the art style. I'm mm-hmm. still intrigued by it. The biggest problem facing this game right now is that Astral Chain exists. <laughs> I was into yeah. Damon X Machina before <laughs> Astral Chain existed, and now Astral Chain is there, and not only is it there, it comes out 13 days before this game comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a problem. They whiffed big time. Yeah, Damon X Machina, I wasn't too impressed by the demo, but on it's the treehouse, it did, it did, I know, but on the treehouse, it did look a lot better. It looked a lot faster. It looked more fluid. When they were sliding and jumping and flying like it it looked like they've improved the feel of it it just it felt like they've definitely tweaked the controls and the animations machina is squarely kind of in that i might try it if it's on sale category Mm -hmm. maybe at the right price i'm interested in checking it out i still worry about the story and like the mission structure it i don't know how that's going to turn out if it's going to be any good but like i said astro chain has just killed any interest (laughs) <laughs> yeah so I, I guess there's there's like offer missions which are the missions that progress the story and then there are like free missions that you can repeat over and over to get loot and stuff yeah and you do those with friends and whatever so i mean it looks like a nice like mindless grindy game if yeah. that's what you want mm-hmm. i do like grindy they showed panzer panzer dragoon which is a remake, remake. 
Mm-hmm. It's a remake of the Sega and game. It's the dragon flying around shooting things. It looked bad. It looked like it was <laughs> it a Dreamcast really game. Bad. It looked really bad. Yeah, it, it looked really more bad. like a remaster than it did a remake. Yep. Oof. Moving on. Pokemon Sword and Shield got a short trailer, <laughs> and uh, we got to meet Nessa, the water gym leader. She's got Rule 34 everywhere. <laughs> oh Everything that we keep saying, and I know Pokemon's not for everybody, but if you're feeling upset and you're like, oh, what am I going to get this year? Get Pokemon. This game looks incredible. Get the open world RPG Pokemon monster fighting game. Go fish and like do your little paddle boat and, and blow up stuff and have mm-hmm. big giant raid battles. Come raid with Shaq. Why am I the only one feels excited? Like I feel like I'm the only one excited about Pokemon. I'm always excited. <laughs> no, about I know Pokemon. you are, but like I don't feel a collective excitement about Pokemon. Like Pokemon Sun know. and Moon, people were hyped for. I'm so much more hyped for this than Pokemon Sun and Moon. So I feel much like more. we're just we're just it, the kids still. It looks like a bigger step up um, than I guess I was expecting. So that's nice, but I don't think it's as big of a step as people wanted and i think mm. i think people are still gonna buy it it's still gonna sell 10 million copies Absolutely. but i don't i don't think there's like this huge hype around it because everybody wanted breath of the wild pokemon and all we got was this wilds area that we got ocarina pokemon yeah <laughs> which i i think a lot of the changes look great and i'm still going to buy it but i think that's where the excitement has kind of dwindled i wonder if it's, the story is really good if people turn yeah clearly the story's got to be good because the character has facial animations like holy god there's something happening i must react (laughs) did they um did they show text boxes yet or is there voice acting or i didn't i didn't didn't really doubt there's voice acting yeah i doubt there's voice acting i've seen text boxes okay because that was from the last trailer everybody was like i didn't see any text boxes and their faces were moving and lip syncing so maybe there's voice acting there might be some they might have like some i didn't watch the treehouse or something i didn't watch the treehouse part of it because i didn't want to watch them catch pokemon we were watching it but we were also like pre-ordering things and checking twitter we were not paying any <laughs> we attention were, at we all. were like bad at we like, and we kept hearing things they like, talked about pokemon home for a minute and i was like what no, I, yeah. d- I can't do this right now they i was announce- writing the notes and it <laughs> yeah. was just, it was just <laughs> we were doing nice. a terrible job at covering that. <laughs> um they did announce pokemon home you're not gonna be able to import pokemon you already have from other games into sword and shield um that don't already belong in the game and i think they'll use the favorites that aren't in there for the events and raids i think that that's what i think the 800 is is supposed to be like you can acquire them through raids well, I guess with so, this new game, they're going to add more. But I thought, reg- I thought previously they're, they're regional, there was like 850 total. The regional decks is probably about 100 to 200, like it normally is. But the other ones that we've had before are probably going to be acquired through raids. That's probably what that meant. Yeah. So anyway, if, you, if you're sitting on a Pokemon bank and you have a thousand Pokemon in there, you're not just going to be able to kick them over. Yeah. Is that something that they might add later? Or do we think it's a hard no? They will. I think the biggest thing is probably to, as Caroline mentioned, this is her thought. It's to to propagate this raid thing, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to play the raid if you can already get Electabuzz. So you're going to make Electabuzz Mm -hmm. rare. You can't get them unless you play the raid. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since they've got the new Pokemon Home coming out. Like they're gonna want to utilize that for this game in some way, and then after the raids, after like you kind of do that for a bit, then they'll open it up. They always do. They will. Give it a couple months. Astral Chain got a lengthy demo. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, we this game today. Did we not? Yes. Yeah. So all three of us are in on Astral Chain. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dope. This thing oh, is. I'm, go ahead. Somebody else talk. I was just gonna say it's it's funny that I'm like so into this game because I'm not a, a huge fan of Bayone- Bayonetta, and it's not necessarily the fighting style of it. It's mostly just the aesthetics. Aesthetic, right? But this game looks like just aesthetically so good, mm-hmm. and I I love what they're doing with the combat and kind of switching between these your character and the the thing that you're chained to yep like it, it just it looks really good it looks strategic it looks fast and fun and just a button masher and just gonna destroy robots it's beautiful i love the environments things. the environments yeah. look great i want to i want to see all this mm-hmm. game has to offer and yeah. Uh, yeah this is the one that i think won me over most i came into this thing like on the edge not sure you know unsure i haven't seen much and everything Thanks. i saw i was like yes i want to play this game yeah. I thought it was beautiful from the first reveal, but this one just like looks like you're you're seeing like a really new version of the game, like near final, because it was like really polished, very beautiful, very shiny, crisp. I'm sure it's being printed right now. I'm sure yeah. it's it's done. Gone gold. Oh, it's gonna be so good. And uh, the joke I kept making in Discord and on stream: Why get Witcher? Get Astral Chain. Don't Witcher. Get Astral Chain. Astral Chain looks incredible. Witcher's not gonna <laughs> look like that. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. Empire of Sin was announced. Um, I've, so this came out like there are steam articles about it, but I think this is the first time it was announced for like console. So this is going to be really new to mm-hmm. most people. So this comes from John Romero, who's a former id guy. Apparently, now I don't know this stuff because I don't follow the developers as deep, especially way back. He's known as the godfather of first person shooters. Do you guys know that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The dude making this game is behind like Wolfenstein and Doom and Hexen Ooh. and all this stuff like back in the day. Quake, Doom 2, like he did wow. all this stuff. This isn't a shooter, though. When I, when I first saw it and what I saw, I was like, oh, it's a twin-stick shooter. It's not. It's a str- it's like a strategy game. So I guess it's yeah. going to be like turn-based, maybe. And it's it more has of a tycoon a, game. It has You're... a city-building element on it, yeah. which reminded me of The Godfather. And it's this 1920s crime family takeover the mm-hmm. city stuff. Looks fantastic. If, it, if the game looks and runs well like it did in the trailer, I'm totally buying that game. Is this like XCOM Mafia Edition? I'd have to kind see of what it kind of what it looks like because anytime you see anybody shooting they're just standing there just yes. shooting like you selected a command or something yeah that's a, yeah that's my my interpretation is that yeah it's going to be command specific movement specific you'll be doing things like that i'm all in it jared tell us about marvel ultimate alliance aka the good marvel game of e3 <laughs> <laughs> all right marvel ultimate alliance uh, we got a new trailer a bunch of gameplay uh expansion pass for marvel knights x-men and fantastic four which is interesting because x-men are already in it so i wonder how many more they're going to be bringing with the expansion pass but this game looks so good like it looks a lot more polished than when we first saw it sure um it looks a lot prettier a lot cleaner um all the characters look great um i like that they're leaning into the comic book style characters i I mean the whole thing just looks great drop in and out friends playing co-op um four four players did you hear that um, Magneto voiceover? Mm-hmm. Sounded like Magneto or sounded like yeah. something like Magneto would say. Oh, I was so into mm-hmm. it. Uh, the Deadpool reveal was great. Oh, Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, that was hysterical. Oh. And I love, I love that that's the thumbnail of the, the, the video. If you go on YouTube on Nintendo's channel, the, the thumbnail is the Deadpool and the Taco Tuesday. Yeah. But every, everything about it looks great. Like I love how all the characters have combos and they all work together. Um, they, they mentioned that you can, you can use storm to, um, electrify Thor's hammer and do like a combo. So they have like cool, like elemental combos with people's 
weapons and some sort of chemistry type engine, I guess. I'm, I'm in. I already pre-ordered it. I think half of PSVG's in. If you haven't seen, we were trying to mm-hmm. band together and co-op this game and have some nights where we stream and play together at least. And uh, I am looking forward to it. We already had it. But yeah, Jack is hype. Jack is really hype about Direct Period, by the way. I'm really excited. Good. You should have watched it. Caroline, Cadence of Hyrule comes out in two days. Yeah. The 13th. So if you're listening, it's out. Thursday the thirteenth. I'm still buying this, so it's twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty four. Is that what we said? Twenty four ninety nine. Twenty five dollars. We should also note that if you are interested in, in playing the original Crypt of the Necrodancer, it is available on the eShop fifty up to fifty percent off sale right now for three dollars and ninety nine cents, which is what it was going for for the Vita sale, right? Yep, that's when I bought it for the Vita. And what I would tell you is, if you think you're interested but you're not sold, do this. Yeah. Buy, the, buy the original, play it. If you like it, then buy the Zelda version. And if you don't, then you save yourself some money. Good test run. I have, I do have a couple questions, though. Okay. Because um, the original Crypt of the Necrodancer is kind of like roguelike, right? Right. Is this one roguelike, or is it more designed levels and overworld? It looked like more overworld to me. It looks like it's literally the link to the past overworld. But you're doing... And then- they mentioned that like you that. you play as the girl from the first game, but you can also play as Link and Zelda. So Correct. it doesn't sound like like it doesn't sound like they took Zelda and put it in this game. It just sounds like they put Zelda aspects of it. Mm. Like it, it looks less Zelda y than originally thought. I I honestly don't know. Until I play the reg the regular crypt, which I'm going to jump on the sale, um I won't know based off of what I've seen. Because the the way they they showed it kind of looked like the default character is the yeah. the original main character from the first game. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting. I thought they was just going to be like, no, play as Link or Zelda. This is a Zelda game in that mm-hmm. universe. No, I'm pretty sure that it was meant to be a spinoff game where mm-hmm. you can just have them as characters to play as. Gotcha. We'll be picking up the first game to check it out to see if it's something that I'll want. To- Mario and Sonic at the Olympics was shown, and there was a uh, skate Yoshi, Yoshi Hawk. He's doing some skateboarding. <laughs> That's all you cared about. It comes out in November. Um, I've read some stuff that circulated through like Go Nintendo and Nintendo Life and stuff like that. But uh, when this game was announced and was first shown, I think I saw some hands-on. Um, people really like it. So if if you've ever been interested in the Mario Sonic stuff, the mini game stuff, the sports game stuff, maybe give this one a shot. It seems to be better than the than the ones we've had in the past. Caroline, you're saying no. Worldwide release in November. So I, I'm pretty sure there's some preview. Co- I'm I'm definitely sure that there's preview coverage. If you mm-hmm. if you if you look hard enough, because I've read it, I know I've read it. Um, some folks have that have went hands on with this stuff, like Famitsu and stuff. They really like it. I'm reading something interesting though, because the last Olympics game we had with Mario and Sonic was in 2016 with the Rio ones. We didn't have yeah. one for the 2018 um, Korean. I can't remember. Anyway, but it says this is the first installment to skip an Olympic Games as Ubisoft bought the rights to make the 2018 Winter Olympics video games. Ooh. So that's the only reason that they didn't do one for 2018. Cool. So looks cool. I think it does look good. And um, I have actually liked these. We played these a bit on Wii U and stuff like that. And like, you know, they're not breaking the mold with anything, but they're fun. Mm-hmm. I have them on my shelf, some of them. I won't be picking this up. Um, but I mean, it did look pretty, but I found it interesting that Sega is publishing it yet. They're, they're Nintendo is letting them use Mario. I think they always, yeah, publish, always it. publish it. Oh, okay. That's still weird. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline. All right. Let's talk about it. 
So Kevin <laughs> backed out because Kevin was upset. I feel bad. And I don't want to say bad things about Kevin. I know. I wanted to talk with Kevin about this. But, um, all right. Animal Crossing New Horizons is the new Animal Crossing game. It was originally slated for 2019, but it has now been pushed back to, please understand, March 20, 2020. You start out on a deserted island with your Nook phone. Nook is like just taking over the communications. Like this is the next step to a dictatorship. Dude's okay? a baller. This is this is insane. <laughs> um, you have Nook Miles and all this crazy stuff that I was barely paying attention to. Trios. I've got to watch through it again. But you start out on a deserted island in your tent, and you have to craft things. And this whole game is about crafting and building up the island into being the town. So. Mm-hmm. We're not moving into a town. We're building it with our bare hands. You harvest wood from trees when you're chopping down trees. You get eight people on a single island that you get to play with. We're going to have PSVG Island. Okay. Yeah, as I say, you should preface that local co-op online multiplayer confirmed. We can actually play together, which is one of the things I was hoping for. And that's super exciting. Thing I didn't see confirmed was whether you can have like like can we have a PSVG island or we'll just have to join someone else's island. Like I don't I think, think we can have like a persistent. I think somebody has to make it and then everybody We're else. We're all just going to join Caroline's island. Can we only play when the person who created it is playing, or can we I, just jump in at any? Time? I don't know. It depends. I don't know if they're going to have a server aspect like that. Yeah, that would knows? be. An, we don't know yet. It's being delayed because they're still working on it. They're still polishing it up. I liked what I saw at Treehouse. It was but... interesting. Doug Bowser said afterwards in an interview that Nintendo has to strike a, a good work-life balance for their employees, which I feel like is the perfect topical answer in today's climate, <laughs> you know, yeah. with all yeah. this crunch and everything. He's like, eh, you know, we let them have Fridays off. You know, it's just it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, I was thinking about this and I was I was kind of upset. I was hoping this would be a September release. I'd planned on this being September. But the silver lining is that in Animal Crossing, it's a it's a to the date like real time game. So if you're in the middle of January third, there's snow on the ground always. Everything's like kind of dormant. There's not a lot of bugs to catch. There's not a lot of fish to catch. It's just kind of you're waiting for the summer and the spring and summer months to get those collections going. And wouldn't you know, March 20th is like the first of spring. So good time to be on a tropical island. Yes. Like I am, I'm excited because I'm not sitting and twiddling my thumbs waiting in the winter for Mm -hmm. things to, and more bugs to come out and more fish to come out and bugs and fishing, fishing especially is like the top notch way to make bells. I'm just saying. So I, yeah, that's the silver lining in it for me. We get to have it immediately when things start coming out, you know? Yeah. The the Nook Miles was kind of interesting mm-hmm. because, like, you know, all the junk and crap you pick up on the beach and weeds and random right. stuff, those will actually earn you miles, which you can use to unlock other stuff. Mm-hmm. So you actually get benefits from just picking up stuff like that other than just cleaning up your area. Yeah, It's cool that you get to build from the ground up all of the stuff, all the buildings, all the furniture. I'm excited. When I saw that you're literally building the houses, you're building um, community things, this is way more rewarding to do than just saying, "Eh, the 
villagers want this town project and we'll build it over here. There is a very, they have taken some aspects of Pocket Camp. Yes. And pulled this in here. Yep. Because Pocket Camp is, you can collect wood. You know, you can collect materials and use them to build certain things or trade them in for certain things. Y'all know me. I'm all about crafting games. Let's. (laughs) Oh, no, you lost your mind. She was screaming about how they can build paths. We can build paths. Oh, my God. You can just dig a little trench and make yourself a little path. All right. I want to talk about the delay a little bit. But um, referring to our stream earlier, what did I tell you? I wouldn't be upset if it was delayed. I'm not. I'm not upset that it's delayed at all. Having seen for, what we saw in Treehouse, it it needs more time. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not done yet. For me, it comes out like a month before I fly to Tokyo, nice. so it's still going to be new on the plane ride. Nice. <laughs> so awesome. I'm happy about that. It'll be a good um, plane game. It's never like we're not happy when things get delayed, but I mean, come on, guys. No. Video games get delayed. This is not a thing. Like this happens. Uh, and, it doesn't and, happen often. It's not that big of a delay. It's a couple months. Give it- I mean, if we were expecting it September, we're only playing it six months later. At the worst case scenario, it would be at the end of December. That's what and even that's a three month delay. Yeah, and I and I think I think what's cool about it with at least with Nintendo is when they when they delay things, it's typically for a good. I mean, it's always oh, for a absolutely. good reason, but they typically deliver on that reason usually when they delay a game they're like we want to make it the best it can be Mm -hmm. and when it comes out it's really good i don't know what you guys thought but in treehouse i thought it i didn't i wouldn't say it looked rough but i mean it definitely didn't look like finished animal crossing it looked um it didn't look crisp it didn't look clean it didn't look sharp Um, it probably isn't it it probably is like a six month old version demo that they had going it was was demo just for this because kind of hazy I think about, I think back to even even the January reveal of the Switch, and they showed that little bit of Mario Odyssey, and then when they showed it at E3, just like a few months later, it yeah. looked yeah. so much better. Yeah. Nintendo has this this way about them where like the last six months before the game releases, they just polish it and polish it, and it comes out shiny and great. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I'm, I'm not worried about it. No, I'm not worried about it. I have no. Yeah, no, that's not what I was trying to say. I just from what I saw, I was yeah. like, yeah, that doesn't look like a game that's ready to come out. When Link's Awakening, <laughs> little, it doesn't look yeah. like Link's Awakening. This looks very different right now. <laughs> it looks like it, it looks like it should it be a March kind of game. Barren. It looked just very flat. Yeah, nothing on the ground so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I am a little disappointed that the rolling log thing is still there. I didn't. I don't really like oh, the rolling I see log. That, that roll, dude. Like, jumping on the pole through the water is amazing. <laughs> you pole vault over the river. And I honestly think, ah! I mean, what I said on stream is we've waited for so long, you know, and you die. I'm not a diehard Animal Crossing fan. I am, I am, I am a fan, contrary to Kevin's belief. I did play it. I was called out today. But uh, I mean, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, day one, I'll be there. It's going to be super fun. I can't wait, especially the online part of it. Being able to play with friends now, that's a big yeah. get for me because um, it's not like super competitive. So I'm not like worried about keeping up or slowing everybody down. I just get yeah. to hang out. I told Caroline, I'm going to totally like Lebowski up her town. I'm going to make my little villager Just with so a robe. You, yeah, so long as you don't do any, like, digging I want or a robe of trees. And, like, some boxers and some sunglasses. I want long hair and a beard. And I'm just going to get, like, a little chair. And I'm just going to sit out. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to, like, pick up some fruit and throw it somewhere. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> hang out and just be a pest. And it sounds it sounds super fun. It sounds amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, We're definitely going to see more. You know what I want? Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing golf game. 
Oh, it'd be so you good. You can make Animal Crossing party game, golf game. Oh, it'd be so good. So easily doable. Anyway, I know people are upset. Um, and I get it. You had your hopes up and they didn't completely come through, but it's, it's not canceled. It's not like gone forever. You didn't really know what it was. We didn't have a title or like a vision or anything. All we saw was this little animation with Tom Nook. So you actually have something to go on. It's not that far away. It'd be here before you know it. They should give the IP of Animal Crossing to the people that did Golf Story and let them make a game. That'd be so good. Oh, in that pixel art style? That I actually just kind of want to golf in Animal If I could golf in Animal Crossing, I don't think I'd ever not play. Like, I'd never play another game. That would be it for me. Yeah, Donnie would just be done. <laughs> I would just be lost. Be living in Animal Crossing for the rest Nirvana. of Nirvana. All right. Um, they did a little sizzle reel. My Friend Pedro comes out next week. Pre-order oh. it. You get a discount. It's $16. You got to kick people in the face with frying pans and do bullet ballet. Sentient banana friend. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) If there was ever a game that needed Keanu Reeves DLC, my friend Pedro needs John Wick DLC. If there was a John Wick game, people would be losing their minds right now. I swear to you. I swear to you. Uh, The board game Catan is coming out March 20th. Super Mario Maker is coming out, of course. We talked about it getting online. Now that has online, now I can let myself go. Super hype again for Super Mario Maker. It looks fantastic. <laughs> um, Stranger Things 3, which we've talked about, is coming. Dragon Quest Builders, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Spyro, Reignited Trilogy reappears. Finally, it's back. It, it was yeah. it was announced. It had the Switch logo. It came out on other consoles. It just disappeared. Mm-hmm. I thought it was canceled, to be quite honest with you. When it just went away, because there was a while there, they didn't even acknowledge it even existed. Right. It was just gone. I thought it was canceled, and it's coming back. Um I'm I'm interested to see if it looks like what we saw today because today looked a lot like the game that it I have on nice. Xbox. It looked good. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But uh, if it if it is, this is a beautiful game on Xbox. This game is absolutely gorgeous. And if you like Spyro, it's a good game, good value. Nino Cooney, uh, the original remastered, which is already leaked. That's coming to Switch September 20th. Dead by Daylight September 24th. Just Dance November 5th. Um, Elder Scrolls Blades this fall. The Sinking City this fall. Super Lucky's Tale this fall. Another Xbox game. Alien Isolation being ported over to very interesting port it's an interesting choice i was i followed the development for this game was so hook line and sinker owned the alien anthology sitting right there i just started watching actually so i was in and then i remember when this game came out the major review sites destroyed this game i mean Mm. it's got like fives and sixes and fours and stuff ouch and i never Mm -hmm. i never gave it a chance i never took a i never took a chance on it a lot of game breaking bugs yeah. From what I hear, so I would assume that they would have a lot of that stuff fixed before you they ported it over to Switch. Because, like, why would you send over a game that's broken unless you've done some fixes? You would hope. The only thing I could say about it is not that reviews matter. I mean, that's me trying to make like a smart purchasing decision. But I do know people that play the game that kind of like it. So I think the reviews are just like this is broken. It's broken from yeah. the people. From the parts that weren't broken, people liked the gameplay. They they liked what kind of game it was. There was just a like there was a an AI bug that was just totally broken that just screwed up the aliens like completely. They didn't act like they were supposed to act. Everything else we've talked about except for Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is you know like we talked about in Discord for a while. Um, that's coming soon. They said coming soon, and Dauntless, which is the Sean Capri game of the month. Um, he's been loving it and playing it, and uh, it's kind of like a little indie darling that's catching a lot of people. Free to Basically play, right? Monster Hunter. Yeah, free yeah. to play Monster yeah. Hunter coming to Switch. I imagine a lot of people are going to jump on that. It's great. It's like a easy mode. I mean, I wouldn't say easy mode, but it's less barrier to entry. There's not as much to learn. 
which means the depth probably isn't quite there, but it's fun. You can put in a good 50, 60 hours for free and have easier a good time. onboarding. Yeah, way easier onboarding. Cool. You excited? Boom. I'm excited. looking forward to Silk Song. No, Silk no, song. Not, I'm, I'm over that now. I'm, I'm asking, I'm trying to tease. Uh, are you excited for what we're about to talk about? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Shack snapshot of the day at the end of the direct. We have one more thing to show you. You see this, this green aura floaty stuff and i'm gonna lie to you jared i actually thought it was ori when i first saw it i was like is it ori because i kept seeing like this stuff and i was waiting for like this music to come through i was like they're gonna see some new ori stuff this is gonna be amazing and then we see a shot of them backpacking on a horse and you know instantly when you see it oh no that was a bison that was like that was like yeah, a huge ox thing something yeah we know exactly uh-huh. who we saw as soon as we saw it that's Princess Zelda and Link in Caroline, and I went, oh my god! <laughs> I, yeah, when I when it first came on and you saw the weird floating like blue light things, I was like, is this a new IP? Is this Metroid? Like, what is this? As soon as I saw the torch, I was like, yeah, so you got at the torch. When I saw the torch, well, I knew it I was saw, an Ori. I was like, I don't know. When what I saw it. the <laughs> when I saw the stuff on the wall, the like the carvings, I was like, wait a mm. second! But it clicked so fast that I didn't see it. And then the next thing I saw was them on the animal and i was like ah! yeah, I, my first the the first reveal i didn't see the carvings in the back i just saw the torch and i was like that's the torch that's from the, the, torch. the torch i thought it was like it was so distinctive like i know that torch style and everything it's so good obviously what we're talking about is breath of the wild 2 has been confirmed to be in development and we saw a little cutscene of link and zelda sporting a new haircut which Caroline was very, very <laughs> excited about. It's like um, mine almost. Going through a tomb, uh, ruins, an underground, and mm-hmm. we saw a figure, a, a Gerudo crypt. Corpse. <laughs> Corpse sitting there, and like there was some stuff flowing out of him, and like a hand, and Link was kind of controlling it, and some stuff was going down. It's Ganondorf. Yeah. <laughs> the internet sleuthed this out. It's pretty much Ganondorf. It's not. They got to write their way out of it. It's probably Ganondorf. And uh, yeah, it looks super cool. We Breath of the Wild 2 in development confirmed. Again, to touch back up on Shaq, talked about this at the turn of the year. We had that King Zell rumor he, uh, where he kind of he was breaking all this stuff, I think, at the direct at the time, at the, at the smash at the time. And he said, and if you liked Breath of the Wild, stay tuned to 2020. So fast forwarding, we get the tease. <laughs> Um, I think it's out next year. I do, and I I said that earlier, it's and people were like, year, "You're it's out crazy." Late next year. I think it's, it's out like, next fall. Now I agree with you. Uh, after thinking about it, it's got to be out probably late next year if it's out next year. They have given Monolith Soft all of the, uh, assuming it's still Monolith Soft, it by is. the way. It's Monolith. They've yeah. given them all the assets. All they have to do is make a game. So to with their de- stuff to defend it a little bit. The reason I say that, and, it, and I, when I mean out next fall, I mean like that prime window. Maybe it's March, right, twenty twenty one. That's possible. I'm not like trying to lock myself into a date. I just think it's coming out in that window. And the reason is, I think this is their answer to next gen. I think the Xbox is going to launch. I think the PlayStation is going to launch. We're going to see new games. Horizon, Halo, Nintendo has to do something, or they they risk you know losing a lot of momentum, and momentum's hard to get back. And I would not be surprised if we got Breath of the Wild 2 with a Switch Pro. And uh, that's what I'm going to go with now. And the reason I'm going to say that is if you do some Googling, just Google Zelda Monolith Soft, you will find articles that date all the way back to fall of 2018 
talking about Monolith hiring on for Zelda projects and engineers and game developers and assets. And they did it in 2018 and they did it in 2019 and they just did it just three months ago. You'll find all kinds of their LinkedIn stuff. If you want to really, you want to go beautiful mind on it. There are a lot of dots and lines to draw. They've been working on it longer than we think they have. Uh, they're a big studio. They've been hiring more people than, than we commonly associate with them from the Wii U era. It's a bigger studio than that now. And as you said, they're not building an engine. They're not building a new thing. They are taking things that already exist. So you have to think that this is not going to be our standard five, six years as Zelda timeline. This is being sped up and it's being sped up for a reason. This is their big thing, right? They could tell Switch owners, you don't need the new thing yet. Remember that game you love so much? Here's another one of those. Um, I'm going to let you guys talk, but I want to say something real quick. I want to read from Numa. They asked him if this was a, a like a sequel, if it was a spiritual successor to Majora's Mask. And he said, quote, it's darker in tone. It's not necessarily going to be related to Majora's Mask or, in- or inspired by it. But what we showed you currently is a little darker. Like the tale of Skull Kid, this looks dark, odd, melancholy. The trailer's haunting reverse voice sidetrack, subterranean location, and reanimated mummified remains lent to a much grimmer tone than what you might expect. Twilight vibes? Um, somebody said that. Who said that? Somebody said Minda's coming back. Benji, maybe. I thought that when I saw the hand, but that's yeah, not the, it. the hand and the the like the designs on the hand kind of gave gave like a a Twilight Twilly vibe. Kind of. I didn't really think of that. To me, the vibe that I got was Zelda 2. That Mm -hmm. story and how they're trying to bring back Ganon. Um, But um... I could totally see it coming out late next year. Because if it comes out late next year, that's three and a half years from Breath of the Wild. Almost four. If they're reusing all the assets, that's a huge thing. I mean, the only thing they need to do is add more mechanics. I'm I'm a little iffy on if they're using the same world because so with like it I, I I'll, I'll finish I'll touch on that in a minute. Do you so, let me ask you this to touch on the point you just made? Do you want them to? I would be fine with it because I trust that they'll make changes enough to make it worth exploring the world again. I don't think they're just going to be like, here's the exact same high rule. Absolutely. When I first saw it, I was like, okay, they're using the same high rule, maybe making some changes to it. You see the castle kind of lifting up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if the castle is just lifting up or if it's actually going to move somewhere. Because if Link and Zelda are stuck in that castle and it moves somewhere, you could be moved to a different location with a new a new world, a new land. That'd be That's cool. something. My my thought process was um, somebody mentioned this. Breath of the Wild is very much an overworld type game. Seems like an underworld game. I don't think we're going to see Hyrule that we saw in Breath of the Wild. I think this is completely different, and they have their own explorative thing. It might not be an open world thing. It might just be set and and you know enclosed to this underworld. Um, I don't know. I I don't, I don't think they use the same place. I don't think they do. There's no I don't, way. Majora's was not done that way either. I don't agree with that just because they've gone on record saying that the open air feel will stay. And okay. if you're confined if you're confined to an underground cavern, even if it's immense, like uh-huh. you're still not gonna have that open air feel where you can climb up a mountain and jump off of it. Okay. So I, I think what this does is kind of confirmed actual dungeons maybe yes okay like areas that you can actually go into and explore mm-hmm. 
Um, it will be interesting. That, I don't. I don't think they give us the full, complete scale of Breath of the Wild, though. I just don't think they do it. I don't think they can. Yeah, I mean, they they could mess with the terrain. The Wild didn't have much story to move around. If they mm-hmm. if they really kept that, I mean, if we're talking about like, could they do it? You could take mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild's map, maybe fast forward time or something, right, to change it up a bit, break it up, make it a little dirty or grungy or something like that. Right? I was thinking mm-hmm. like. Are they about to like undead nightmare, you know, like Breath of the Wild? Like, are we about to like cast a spell over the land and everything changes stylistically, but it's the same place? That's what I would like to see. I like the idea of underground dungeons. I love the idea of you're in this familiar place that you know, but there is these new things here. Whole that you new didn't layer know. to it. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, so like you're familiar, you feel like you've got your bearings, but you don't because you don't know what's about to happen. Can I, can I get a little like, analyzing super nerd for a second seeing ganon and seeing him kind of reanimate but you see this hand the hand looks good like it looks like a a good entity trying to keep ganon sealed and so i think i think the the sheikah locked ganon up thousands and thousands of years ago before the first calamity struck and i think the calamity comes out because if you notice the, the hand and that blue power, that light is on Ganon going towards him, but all of the red calamity is escaping him. Right. So I, so I wonder if by trying to contain him, just his raw essence and power is floating out, and that's what brought the calamity. I saw and something. That's what, that's what I... brought it back again. But now, now that we've destroyed the calamity, Ganon is starting to reanimate, and he's going to come back as himself rather than just his raw power. I saw something to the extent that um, people were saying they separated his malice from his body, Mm -hmm. thinking that it would get rid of him. But the malice, now being vanquished by Zelda at the end of Breath of the Wild, has nowhere to go and is trying to find its host again. And I like that idea. Yeah, that's kind of along the lines that I was thinking, but you can Mm -hmm. clearly see it going away from him rather than towards him like it's not filling him up and then they showed that other red stuff that was kind of like weird like right. it didn't look like malice because malice is kind of goopy this looked right. more like smoke and it was yeah. it was very different it didn't yep. look like the same malice if it is malice it looked like something different yeah i love that so many not? people have have put so much effort into this <laughs> I, I oh i mean my mind is yeah. just reeling you see link with the power like maybe that's going to be his his new mm-hmm. abilities coming i was from just that. wondering if it had anything to do with like if there's like some sort of triforce thing that has to happen here like that that they need to go to his corpse to to get something from him and like maybe mm-hmm. they upset something and yeah oh dude we, we screwed up and now now, now it's just about to happen but i mean I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to find the source. Like maybe there's still malice left over and they're trying to find the source of it. So they go under Hyrule Castle and they discover that Ganon's corpse has been in there the entire time. Oh man. I don't know. There's just, yeah. there's, there's so much to it. And I love that they're just kind of continuing the story. That's it. a direct sequel. You know what I want? Yeah. I want to play Zelda. Oh, it's going to happen. I think you have to, I think they're going to be able to switch back and forth. I think they're going to be. I would able love to, to play Zelda and I would love to play as one of the champions. If it's a mon, that's another thing. That's another thing that I was thinking about. Champions would Monolith Soft and they do all of these games with parties? Flashbacks, can- Jared. Jeez, let's have fun. I don't want flashbacks. What if no? What if you can? What if you can recruit like Riju 
and Sidon. You create new champions into your party. Create new I champions. Wanna, I don't want to deal with parties. I, I like oh, this. Caroline's going the zero route. I know where no, she's trying to go. But it's a monolith. I don't, I don't want parties, true, RPG, monolith. anything. I don't want to deal with like parties. maintaining a party. I just want to deal with one person. A lot of people are speculating it's co-op because we saw the two. I think I that's fine with that. that's super overreaching in a cutscene. Or guess what? In or, most cutscenes with Link. Zelda's there. Yeah. Like, or what if we have like a Bioshock Infinite where it's Booker and Elizabeth and Link and Zelda, and so she's like your companion the whole time. What if Zelda is the companion? I would. I would. I would, I would be more fine with that than yeah. like playable characters. I don't want co-op game. I wouldn't mind optional co-op, but I would like to play a Zelda. I would like that. I would to see Zelda as an actual like knight. You know, like some <laughs> sort of warrior type thing. That would be fantastic. I love it. There was, we were talking about like with Breath of the Wild, there was a lot of speculation that like Link could be a girl and like all this different stuff. We thought about like maybe it was like a Last of Us thing, like he's raising like his replacement. And one of the things that kept going around is maybe like, you know, like Zelda's very, Zelda has a long history of flipping the script mid game. You know, maybe you start the game as Link with all of the power that you left off with, right? And you're like, oh, I've got this. And Link gets taken out. And now you've got to go rescue Link. And now you're Zelda. That would be. Omnicus. That would be so amazing. <laughs> that would be everything I could ever want in a it game. Would I would really love, good. you know, because they, they do that, right? The overworld, unworld, like young Link, you know, adult Link. A, a page out of the CDI book. Oh, I would, I would be so excited for that. I would be so excited for that. Just to change it up a little, little bit, make it a little weird. I, you know, there's this ongoing yeah. thing right now where they're trying to adapt Zelda herself as the playable protagonist in Breath of the Wild, and they're like making all of her. No, I outfits don't, not in and that stuff. Team. Oh, dude. But I think, uh, I mean, like, like the... she's got her shorter hair. She's got her, like, her new robe on, like, her new armor thing. Like, she looks ready to go. Like, she looks capable. <laughs> you know? She's not just a, a damsel in distress. And I and I never got that feeling from, from Breath She'd of the Wild Zelda. She'd be mage. She you would know? be mage. That would be cool. I, for me personally, I'd rather just stick with Link. I like playing as one character. I've never been a fan of switching between characters. But if they did it, I wouldn't hate it because I trust Nintendo and I feel like they'll do a good job yeah. if they do do it. I just feel like trying to play with two different characters limits the experience because then you're forced to play these two different characters. Mm-hmm. Just like I've, I've never liked it. Like even in even in like Halo Two, when you when you play as Master Chief and then you play as the Arbiter, like even though you're still just playing first person shooter it just felt different and i'm like i just want to be master chief like yeah, i don't want to lie to you I, I don't have i don't have the same kind of connection to to anybody else like i do zelda though mm. zelda have a long standing i wouldn't feel like it's you know i wouldn't be like i just want to play as master chief because i'd be playing as as zelda you know mm-hmm. like, i don't know so that that would do something for me yeah i would i would just i would want it to be implemented very well and that there would be a purpose for it like i don't i don't want them to be just interchangeable like you either play as Zelda or you play as Link. But I would want them to really complement each other. Like if they were just always together and you could like, okay, I need to play Zelda because I need to use her skills to unlock this area. And I need to play as Link because he can climb anything and he can go over here, you know, just switch off between them. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the co-op approach always scares me because I don't always have a readily available player too. Like what you're saying, I don't want to just play with like a ghost character. I... I wouldn't put belief in co-op at all. I mean, because you're talking about a big open game and the co-op would either have to be just sort of n- not really matter or it would have to be built around co-op. 
And I don't think they're going to build it around co-op because everybody, the 12 million people who bought Breath of the Wild are not going to go into this and be like, oh, I can't play without a friend. Or I think you're right. And I'm not saying what I'm about to say to argue with you. Um, the only thing I will point out is that they've often dabbled with Zelda in trying to make multiplayer games and it's something I don't think they're going to give up on. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm just saying I don't think they will with this game. I agree. I think if it was co-op, to just address everybody's speculation, if it was co-op, I, I think it would be optional co-op. You could play alone or you could play with somebody else. And if you play with somebody else, Zelda should probably, you know, she'd probably have like some sort of enhance effect, you know, like healing, like, you know, archery, mm-hmm. things like that on, you know, something like that. I would be fine if, if Zelda was just like a companion. Cause like, that's one of my favorite parts of wind waker was when you go through the dungeons and you have your little companions and they help you and they do stuff, but it'd be cool if she had like a smarter AI and kind of did things that's on her just, own. And that's what I was thinking of. Like Elizabeth and Bioshock is like mm-hmm. the perfect example I can think of, but like, I was also thinking, that's what I was thinking when you were talking Xenoblade, it's just kind of having her around. Well, she yeah. Well, mono, and does yeah stuff. Monolith soft when they did Xenoblade, you know, the coolest thing about being Rex was that Pyro was just there with you all the time. Mm-hmm. So she was just there and she would say things to you or she would help you out. Like you Good could just have for her a lot there of exposition. And this isn't uncommon. Mm-hmm. We have Navi, we have Fee, like this is not right. unheard of. And I, I was thinking if they go the co-op route or not co-op, but companion route, something kind of like the new God of War mm-hmm. and being able to have like tied controls to your companion and mm-hmm. who can help you do combo moves and attacks and stuff. If we're getting the return of actual dungeons, that would be very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope they do. I hope they keep the open air. And it sounds like they will from what they've said in the past. Um, so there will be a lot of exploration and just cool scenery and like, oh, I want to go there and I want to go there and I want to go there. But I would like them to also include some of the stuff that they left out from past Zeldas. Like, it'd be cool to have specific items because I don't think it was cool being able to go anywhere. But it's also nice to have things that are kind of locked up. And you just you need something to get past it, um, and I th- and I think they could have a good balance where the overworld can be open air, go anywhere. You could go to any dungeon at any time, but then within the dungeon, maybe you need specific items to get through rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the the shrines and how the walls weren't climbable and stuff like that. Anything else from the panel, dude? I need it, guys. We f- they they <laughs> freaking brought Breath of the Wild, man. <laughs> Was not expecting it. I need it. In our predictions, I talked about hoping for Breath of the Wild DLC. This is so much better. (laughs) It's a whole new freaking game. Remember that screenshot when the King Zelda stuff? You remember they talked about Monolith Soft, and we saw that screenshot of this castle, and Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, they're going to make a Xenoblade game. And then we find out when King Zelda does it, somebody's like, there's a Triforce on that screenshot. Mm -hmm. This could be super fun, guys. I'm really excited about this because it feels like this might have story again. Not, you know, we've talked about story, but this is a whole different level. So I'm excited. All right. Let's talk about Amiibo. Let's get this out of the way. Let's get out of here. They're all on pre-order from what I have. You know, what's available? The Link's Awakening Amiibo that we mentioned earlier. Ivysaur, Squirtle, and Snake are coming September 20th. I've got Simon, Crom, and Cineroar coming in November, and Dark Samus and Richter in 2020. DLC characters to be determined when. They'll come. It's just a matter of when. Also, there's an eShop sale going on right now that I mentioned up to 50% off. Got to get the NBA 2K for $3. June 18th. I played <laughs> it into this afternoon for an hour. It looks amazing. It looks so much better than the last one I played. I think it was the launch one. This is this is a, a much better improvement over that one. It looks really good. I pre-ordered the Link's Awakening link. 
I only have three Amiibo, and they're all Zelda. <laughs> I pre-ordered the links in the Pokemon Amiibo for Jack. Um, one more thing on Breath of the Wild 2. I'm so glad that Ganon's back. I want to see a humanoid Ganon. And his long hair was like very Demise-like. Yeah, yeah like, there's a lot of people that think it might be Demise. Well, they're one and the same. But his well, long hair and everything, it'd be, like, I can't wait. Because the, the Wind Waker rendition of Ganon is my favorite. And oh, if, yeah. they do this one, if they do this one right, he, it could top that. It's going to be good, guys. Two Zelda games. Maybe we're just Zelda homers. There are a lot of people. You know, Kevin's on alone. And I, you know what? To, to defend Kevin a little bit, Kevin is a little upset, um, as he explained in our Discord, that a lot of games didn't have dates. Obviously, the delay of Animal Crossing, a lot of ports. I think that's very fair criticism. He's not wrong in that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get, yeah. you know. Uh, I think a lot of things got dates, but like we don't have a date for Luigi, which is a game he yeah. really wanted. We got but the I, date for Animal Crossing, what the date he wanted. <laughs> so like, I understand what oh, he's I saying. I understand. I was frustrated too, and you could see it on my face. I was like, no, yeah. you know. I, mm-hmm. it, yeah. But I, reality sets in, and I, I think, and it's just you know, okay, they're making it better. And they even said that, like, he immediately comes out and he's like, "We're sorry, we're taking so long, but we want to just you know polish up a little bit more." And Nintendo is never wrong when they do that kind of stuff. We got to get the Pocket Camp API working. It's not working. We need the microtransactions. The only the only first party game that we didn't get a date for was Luigi's Mansion, but they reconfirmed 2019, so it's coming out within the next six months. Yeah. Like yep. we don't, we're not going to have to wait more than maybe two or three months to get a date, and then another month or two to get the game. Like so, I don't think it's a big deal that it didn't get a, a date because it's not like they were like, oh, 2020, no date. Yeah. I'm also staring at a list, and I don't know, not everybody cares about this, so I'm staring at a list of no less than 30 indie games that I want to play on my Switch that have been announced. Kentucky Route Zero, The Red Lantern, Sayonara Wild Hearts, all this stuff, right? Like, these things are eventually going to come. We're going to see them. We're going to play them. Um, Moving out. I I, I don't want to read them all. I want to keep, I keep looking at I'm going to keep reading them all. (laughs) Cross code. There's a lot of games coming, right? And uh, they'll all pencil in here. We'll have another direct. We'll get more games that'll get penciled in here. I think it's okay, guys. I said maybe my expectations are just wrong or out of whack. I, I'm open I, to hearing that argument. I think I think as an ETH as a direct as a whole, we got more dates than we didn't get dates. Like, really diverse of group course. of games too. Really yeah. diverse group of games. Like out of however many games they showed, a majority of them got dates or at least windows yes. or reconfirmed windows in years. Like there wasn't just a bunch of unknowns. Like, even Animal Crossing got a date. Like, and I feel like they gave us a date because they're like, we're going to have to delay this. So we're not just going to say 2020 mm-hmm. or early 2020. Like, yeah. Hat but time, I think they have an after party dog's leg game. Just, I keep looking You're just still going. There's, so many, <laughs> there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games. I mean, how many people are making games right now? Like, this E3, I feel like I've, no. I've seen a thousand games. Like, there's a game yeah. everywhere for everybody on everything. Oh, there's so many games. Let's close the show with just kind of what we thought. I mean, I, I thought the show was really good. I liked, um, obviously, I like all the Zelda stuff. And then that's probably why I'm really, really excited. But I'm also really excited for Pokemon. I thought Luigi looked great. I think Animal Crossing looks like it's going to shape up to be what we want it to be. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of sticks and stones to throw. I thought that weird Netflix thing was terrible. I thought Panzer Dragoon was terrible, but you know, didn't spend a whole lot of time on those and they moved through. And you know, I, th- I think I would have rather seen some of my favorite indie games in here, but you know, they were announcements, they're new stuff. I'm sure there, I'm sure there's somebody out there that went crazy for Contra like I did for No More Heroes, right? So like everything like that is, you know, there's something out there for everybody. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have any, um, 
really like a whole lot of bad things. I don't think it was my favorite direct ever. I'm not trying to say that either. I definitely think I've seen others that are better, but like a lot of things, you know, at this E3, I found a handful of games I wanted to buy. It's a win in my book. Do you ever guys subscribe to like the theory? I see this debated on Twitter quite a bit. All E3 is and all these shows are, these are just commercials for like companies to pitch you ideas. Oh, yeah. It's like, we shouldn't take them so seriously. Judge them. It's like, they're just trying to, this no different than the ShamWow guy. You know, like trying to like this. That's what this is. It's one wow. big giant infomercial to excite us and, you know, get our money. So, yeah, of know. course it is. <laughs> I mean, if, they, they got to advertise somehow. So the question is, like, are you going to buy anything? Yes. Yeah. I think several I th- people are. I think I, I even think Kevin will buy things off that was shown in this direct. So this E3 presentation was my personal favorite. My presentation of e3 out of this list of all the games that were shown i'm buying at least five a couple of them we had already seen before but this direct sold them because they either looked better or they showed more of it and just kind of confirmed my interest in them um so yeah i I think it was really great and you think that's why maybe a lot of people are are down or are sharing some thoughts like that it's just not a lot of surprise maybe they're judging the direct on 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 surprise factor and not appeal factor? Maybe. And I think a lot of people, that's what they want. They want to go into E3 like, oh, I, I want these new games that I've never heard of before, new wow, IP me. that I've never heard before. But for me, like, I never went into this expecting a bunch of surprises because before E3, there was like six first party or second party games that Nintendo had slated for 2019. Yeah. So it's like, how many surprises could they possibly have? And so just to get more information and to see how good those games are looking just makes the rest of the year exciting, even though we already knew about those games. And then, of course, we've got Breath of the Wild. So, But I would have loved the Direct even without Breath of the Wild. It's going to be super fun like as, as these games start to clear out and we get out of this little, you know, I don't know, a cluster of games we've been following for about a year. There's going to be another cluster right behind it we don't know about. Mm. Yes. Super I mean, fun. Se- September Direct or the next Direct is probably going to have a couple surprises, yeah. whatever comes up. Uh, game awards i mean there's so much but like so we've we've got mario maker 2 coming out at the end of this month a fixed version we we, yeah we've got fire emblem coming out and marvel ultimate alliance in july um september or august we've got astral chain september we have damon x machina if that's something that you like Um, but we also have um link's awakening the only and then pokemon in november so just october and december are the only ones that are kind of like well, and, and we keep forgetting about because we're not mentioning it, but Wolfenstein, Doom, Minecraft yeah. Dungeon, like there are other things to slate in here. Um, yeah, that we're but I'm, I'm just talking about just first party strictly. It's a sure. pretty great lineup yeah. for the rest of the year. I mean, and so October, Luigi's Mansion could slip in there or maybe December. And maybe maybe the September Direct, they've got one more surprise that comes out in December that's a smaller first party game. Or a, a port. Game, a port a what did they do last year, right? Mario Bros. U? They just yeah. drop us a port. Hey, man, you like that Wind Waker? Yeah. December. Yeah, so September comes around and, and they say, okay, Luigi's Mansion is coming out next month in October, but we have a surprise for December and it's Skyward Sword HD or Zelda Collection or something. like Hickman 1, 2, 3. Metro yeah. Prime Trilogy. There's a lot of options, guys. I see them filling the December slot if it's not Luigi's Mansion. But I think, I think, the, rest of, I think the rest of the year, even if you only buy first party, is pretty packed. 
And I like that idea. I like the idea of uh, some sort of September Direct that fills in, and maybe they do throw a support or two, or the Xenoblade X, or there's a lot of stuff to pull from and get in there. Maybe a smaller game. I keep looking for those, like Pokemon Quest and Battle Trose and all these little things that they do, and Mario and Friends. Like, give me some of those. And uh, the one thing I was I was definitely sure we were going to see today, we didn't hear about it at all, Virtual Console. No Nintendo Switch Online updates, no Super Nintendo, nothing. No. I was almost sure that that was going to happen. So I told you it's going to be in the September Direct with because everybody's year description is going to be over. And that made a lot of sense. That made a lot of sense. And maybe everybody gets super excited again. <laughs> they drop GameCube yeah. games. like. And luckily with the Switch, they have a lot of third-party support that Nintendo doesn't need first-party games all the time. But thankfully this year, at least the second half of it, we've got a lot of them. Carolyn? Out of my top five favorite Nintendo franchises, four of them were shown this year. So that's <laughs> so you're, enough you're for me. She's like, I had, done. We didn't have a Xenoblade, but I had a Animal Crossing. I had a Fire Emblem. I had a Pokemon. I had two Zeldas. I'm still super excited about this Pokemon game. I'm going to keep I'm saying fine. it. People need to be more excited. Please I'm be excited. Fine. Pokemon game looks yeah. amazing. And if like like this is going to be one of the best years coming up for me in terms of games. I still dude, think Dragon I, Quest Eleven is in September. I I know, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to get that game too. I'm getting. Um, oh yeah, I'm in. I keep telling you. I, I just, Kyle said it's amazing, and he has great taste in games. I mean, oh, of course I do. I know. Uh, it, I just. Kalo said it's amazing too. Did he say it was game of the year last year on PlayStation Four? He said it was his it game, game of the year. Maybe. He loved it. I think in terms of comparing it to other E3s, there's just a place in my heart for the 2016 E3 we had where we got the Zelda reveal for Breath of the Wild and we had nothing but Treehouse stuff that first day of, you know, tapping in the Wolf Link amiibo and seeing what he does with that. Oh my God. It was the absolute best E3 I can remember. This one comes close. Uh, I just, I feel more satisfied with this one just based on like i said out of my top five franchises i've got four plus an extra if you count two zeldas i can't complain you count no more heroes three you're gonna play that with me right <laughs> i need to play the original my excitement got you uh, now I, I need to play the original ones today's reveal made me want to play no more heroes too i might i might i might boot that up tomorrow all right guys it's been a long show let's get out of here yep. this is closing our e3 i'm sure we'll still get some news throughout the rest of the week they're still streaming hands-on impressions and all that but this is it for Shaq for e3 this is it for psvg for e3 for me for two weeks we streamed every show we did podcast recap for every show guys we've yeah. been killing it for like four days it's been super fun and uh, I think we'll we'll do PSVG Prime this week, and there'll be another E3 in the books. I feel like I count my years by by E3s now. Right. Like when you're How a kid many? and you think about your summer vacations, like it's just mm-hmm. my E3s now. Those are how I remember the years go by. How old am I? What happened to E3 a couple years ago? <laughs> it's it's better than Christmas for me. It really is. I yeah, I'm gonna need to find some fill in support. Very well. You're going yeah. on vacation. I need to. I'm I'm gonna be at the beach next week. I need to find uh, a Jared and a Jason Lacey and a Kevin. I need to find some folks. So good stuff. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for sticking with us this long. Be excited. Please be excited. Zelda, Please. Pokemon, Animal Crossing, all the fun. Bye, Astral Chain, not Witcher. That's it. See you guys. Whenever you're ready. All right. This is Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening. And I forgot the line already. What? What? <laughs>